we're live we're live yeah cool. i started it okay um, will how's it going yeah well let me just give the people a little update okay um so it's obviously been a while since we recorded one of these and the reason for that is we uh you know if you guys have followed us there's a way to donate <laughs> oh, yeah. and um we got we're just going for donations from the start well i wanted to explain what happened yeah we got this huge inquiry from this large <laughs> investment group yeah out of uh, san diego california yeah you know ever heard of it <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so we've been building this this big team mm-hmm. with all that funding yeah and uh <laughs> upgrade our equipment yeah yeah. We upgraded our Yeah. Now we've got gain settings on the microphone. Yeah. Here. Let me let me adjust them yeah, while we're yeah. talking. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. Can all you, the way down. Can you hear me now? All the way up. Wow. Hello. Okay, we should stop. We should um yeah. I mean we, we can keep recording, but let's um what are we gonna talk about today? Get let's give the people what they want. Okay. Let's give them what they want. What, so what does the Bible say about Hell. H-E-double Double hockey, hockey sticks. sticks. That's right. Yep. Hell. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we wanted to talk. We figured a great way to kick off season three, which now we have season. So at least we're supposed to organize it that way, apparently. Yep. According to our podcast. Season three, baby. Season that you started off with hell. Mm-hmm. You know, because hot topic. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it that way, but it. Um, well, actually, the, when we get into it, we'll realize it may not be may not as be that hot, hot as you think it is. That's right. It's interesting. And it also may not be as cold. Dante's yeah. Inferno. <laughs> so, um, well, growing up, you grew up in a Christian household. Mm-hmm. I did too. Um, but I think everyone, any anyone in the West, grows up with like a a concept of mm-hmm. what what hell is. Right. It's pop culture it populates our mindset. What it is, you know. There's sermons i'm sure people have heard um cartoons cartoons yeah it's everywhere Mm -hmm. what's the general thought of hell in most people's minds like typical listener like what are they thinking Mm -hmm. probably when you talk about yeah probably i mean i think fire Mm -hmm. um opposite of heaven yes opposite heaven a negative place Mm -hmm. place where bad people go totally um yeah i mean Oh, oh, afterlife. That's afterlife. Afterlife. It's mm-hmm. not somewhere you'd go now. It's somewhere you go after you die. Mm-hmm. What else? I think that's that's a lot. Well, there's some thought about like um, like Satan is there. Oh, yeah, and he a, kind of is poking people. Right. Um, I think that might be more of a pop culture thing than like general Christian thought. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm middle-aged Christianity, that's for sure. That was I, I actually just finished reading um, Paradise Lost, Milton, John Milton. And that, I think, I don't know, I, I need to look into the history, but like that was his concept. Like Satan and his angels were cast to hell and then Satan like escaped kind of and like mm. got into the garden. But like basically he's from hell, right. you know, but then like yeah. he starts leaving hell to, to do things on earth. Um yeah, that might be the majority of what most people mm-hmm. think. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, like, my whole salvation experience mm-hmm. was, I'm avoiding, I want to avoid that place. Yeah. And I want to get to this other place, but I definitely want to avoid yeah. this. Because I don't, I don't know exactly what the other place entailed other than, mm-hmm. you know, my concept of clouds and gold and yeah. 
peace. Pearls, pearly yeah. gates. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I, I think we did an episode on heaven at one point, right? Yep. Back um, early on. Um, but yeah, it's it's so interesting. You know, when I do like a search in, in uh, most uh, Bibles, uh, most modern translations of the Bible, you search hell, mm-hmm. uh, you won't come up with any search results. You have to go to older translations to find hell in the Bible. Ah, uh, it's very interesting. And now we come to the the crux of the um, yeah. It okay. So um, just to be upfront and clear, Will and I believe in punishment for non-believers. If you can say that, like there's a judgment. The lake of fire is a real place. Yeah. Um, and it's biblical. And it's biblical. Lake of fire and hell, though, not the same thing. Not equivalent. Not equivalent. And most of our minds, we read lake of fire, we think hell. Or we think about hell, we think lake of fire imagery. But what the King James translates as hell, um, which is the source of a lot of this, um, just like er, the early English translations. I'm not here to knock on the King James Version. I'm sure Tyndale did the same thing. Um, William Tyndale. William. Oh, nice. Isn't your name Will, though? Like, yeah, you're, no, you're, that's not a short and firm no. form of fun I just, fact, I just everybody. It would be fun to be on a first name basis with oh, old William. Oh, old William, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, okay. The Martin, l- you know, William. Luther? Yeah, Martin and John. <laughs> Calvin. Ah, keep going. Sorry. What? Uh, who else? Come on. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But hell is not in the Bible. Mm, it yeah. is. Now, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, uh, if you, you could just even do a quick Wikipedia search, you mm. could do um, just to get an overview. But I think it's important to realize where, where I guess, our New Testament beliefs come from and mm. how it got developed. And so, like, if you start with the Old Testament and the Jews, uh-huh. yeah, there wasn't a hell there was i think there's three different words for for the resting place of the dead okay which is what we're getting at i mean yeah. like hell the way that it does make sense is that it is an after life thing yeah place experience place we'll say place yeah um but it's not what we think it is mm. it's, it's a little bit more complex it's not as black and white as it seems yeah so the Jews, um, well, yeah, anyways, that, I guess that's all. That's well, Yeah, keep saying, what are the Jews? <laughs> so there's yeah. a, there was a place called, well, okay, so there's Sheol. Sheol. Sheol, yeah. S-H-E-O-L, okay. I think. Um, Ecclesiastes uses this word a lot mm. there. Um, and there's some, some other verses too. Uh, there's, there's. I can't pronounce it, but Gehenna. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Gehenna was a physical place. Uh-huh. It was an actual place outside of, I think, outside of Jerusalem. Yes. Where they threw trash mm-hmm. and also like sinful people. Mm. And all of it was burned. So wow. it was like burned constantly. There's yeah. always smoke. And so Gehenna is used. It, it, you fast forward to the New Testament, there's Gehenna is used in a sense of fire. Yeah. In a more spiritual mm-hmm. place. It's like they use that for like their imagery or like an allegory almost. Yeah. Like when like right. Jesus talks about 
the punishment for non-believers or even just punishment in general. Like he uses Gehenna, which mm-hmm. is this physical place that existed near Jerusalem right. to like populate the imagery in the people's minds. Right. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. So there's, there's Gehenna, Sheol. And I, man, I'm forgetting the other one. Do you know what the other one is? Are you thinking Hades or what are you, you're thinking still Hebrew? Yeah. There was another, there was another word. Hmm. Find it later. I mean, I know he, they talk about the grave. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe, yeah, maybe it was grave. But maybe what I'm thinking of is the two, the two aspects of Sheol. Oh, maybe, maybe that's kind you of know. Like, I think the distinction. What was what you're talking about? Um, I I thought that only came about in the New Testament. I might be wrong. I know the Jews in you know um, at some point in the those 400 years between Malachi and and Christ, they. Um, started to refer to where the Jews go or where the people of Israel would go uh, in Sheol, where they would be is Abraham's bosom. Is that what you're thinking or? I think so. So, yeah. So I was, I was Googling it here while we're talking. All right. <laughs> I didn't think of the other one. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I actually am. Uh, you know, actually, one of the things I guess that would be important to note is the Jews weren't that fixated on the afterlife. Mm. Not really. Yeah. I mean, they they kind of were, but they didn't have the, the concept that we do now, for sure, about like, yeah. I mean, our, a lot of Christianity is just fixated on the afterlife. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's just like, we're avoiding a place to go to somewhere else. Yeah. We're... And, and so we really emphasize these two places, mm-hmm. whereas the Jews, that, they had so many other things they were mm-hmm. focused on yeah. that didn't have that much to do with the afterlife. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and it's interesting because when, when you're in the Old Testament, right, everything is about the physical land the and Jerusalem itself and the temple. And, and it's a heavy focus on the here and now and god building up his kingdom on earth via israel like israel's his people um and then right you know he'll reward them with like blessings and that means monetary blessings or good crops and things like that in the new testament there is a shift to um your hope not being in this life but in the next Mm -hmm. um but like you're saying the 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 um the thrust kind of the emphasis of the new testament is not on where you go right after you die, which is, I think where most of us get fixated on, but it's rather on, you know, the next age or the next world, Mm -hmm. you can say, meaning when Christ returns, sets up his kingdom on the earth, that age, and what's going to happen in that time when Christ sets up his kingdom on the earth, we're fixated on what's going to happen right after I kick the bucket. Right. And the New Testament even is not so focused on that. We can draw clues out from different passages, but honestly, most of what's in the New Testament is inherited from the Old Testament in terms of the understanding of what happens when you die. And it's also sparse there in the Old Testament. So like you're saying, in the the Old Testament, the Jews, they just, it was kind of assumed you go to the grave. They call it the grave. They call it Sheol in the Old Testament. And And regardless of moral status, Death does not care. All die. We're right. all offspring of Adam. We all die. Yep. We go to the grave and that's where we are. 
obviously over time, the thought of the age to come did come about. Like if you read Ezekiel, if you read Daniel, there's a thought of resurrection and, uh, you know, something to come, but, but the hope was not on going to a better place when you died. Mm -hmm. It was on something happening after, you know, you know, you go to death, but then there will be a resurrection and there will be something that will come. The new Testament inherits this same thought. Jesus never changes this idea of, um, where you go when you die. He only brings about a hope of the age to come. What's going to happen after you raise from the dead, right? You are resurrected from the grave. Um, so yeah. So I think we should talk about what hell is though, or why, where did we get the, um, why is it, so why is hell so confusing to people mm. or why do we? Yeah. This, I mean, yeah. I think you mentioned it earlier. There's the shift of language. Mm-hmm. You're going from Hebrew to now Greek. And then when you get into Greek, they've got words that already applied to yes, certain right. beliefs, mm-hmm. which was, you know, through the mythology and mm-hmm. their actual, their actual belief in their gods and places they went. Yeah. Um, Greek mythology. like the, Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Zeus and. Mm-hmm. Their language is like, it's, it's, uh, it's like intertwined with their religion. Exactly. Yeah. And so then now, you know, the Christians and Jesus is using that language and and we have to apply it to now what what we believe and how it, I guess, how you would translate the Hebrew language Mm -hmm. what the Jews believe Mm -hmm. into Greek. Right. Which is applying to their language, but mm-hmm. we're, anyway, it's it's complicated. Yeah, it's a mess mm-hmm. because of the language issue, mm-hmm. and so that's where you. That's why it's important to look back and see what the Jews believed, or mm-hmm. at least what their understanding was, and then how Jesus, like it, Jesus, is the main, I guess, source that we're probably going to use here, mm-hmm. but how he translated that according to his under, his understanding, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in Greek, the Greek equivalent of the Hebrew word sheol is Hades. Hades, Hades was also a uh, morally um, neutral resting place yeah. for the dead. And, I, and I'm, I'm thinking about this because Jesus, you know, he probably didn't speak Greek. He probably was since Aramaic or some something else. But at least the New Testament authors, they... When they're taking whatever Jesus said, which I don't know, maybe he said sheol, actually, you know, right. they they say Hades is the equivalent of that. Um, and, you know, th- there are some distinctions uh, within Hades. Like there are, there's a place where the good go, right. you could say, or the saved, the, um, uh, Maybe we could go there. That ver- those verses. In Luke, right? Yeah, Luke 16, I believe. Um, I think we've talked about this before too. I think so. Maybe in the heaven talk, we got yeah. into it. Yeah. Basically, I mean, everyone knows the story. In in Luke 16, there's Lazarus and the rich man, right? The rich man goes to um, goes to this fiery place. Yeah. And the and Lazarus, he goes to what's called Abraham's bosom, which if I mean, literally, like Will was saying, you do a Wikipedia search on this, you can Google Abraham's bosom. It was very clear in Jewish usage of that term that Jesus is employing that was understood to be within Sheol. It was a section within Sheol. Right. And there's a chasm in between Lazarus mm-hmm. and the rich man. So yeah, there's some geography. Down there's there. geography. You can even look up some paintings. Uh-huh. They're probably not that accurate. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things you can look up about that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And then, um, you know, so, so there is moral distinction within Hades, Mm -hmm. but if you die, you go to Hades. Hades is the resting place of the dead and that's it. It's not the torment place for all or for the bad. It's the resting place for the dead. And for some, it's less pleasant than others. Um, and it's the holding place until the resurrection in which God will judge the just and the unjust. And some will then be cast into the lake of fire, not hell. And some will go with him to the kingdom or somewhere. Right. To, uh, and it seems, it seems a lot, it seems a lot more clear probably when you get into the lake of fire versus the new Jerusalem, mm-hmm. but like maybe who's qualified for those things mm-hmm. when it gets into paradise or I guess Abraham's bosom or Hades. Yeah. It maybe the same applies mm. to both. Mm-hmm. Like if you, you know, uh, what gets you into the New Jerusalem is your salvation. If yeah, the Spirit indwells you. Right. Um, if you know the Lake of Fire, there's it just means you're not saved. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't have the Spirit of God dwelling in you. Yeah. Is that the same mm. for these two sides of Hades? Mm-hmm. Like if you die, I pro- probably. Yeah. I think yeah. so, but it's not, it's not as clear. I don't think. Yeah. And so I, I guess the reason I was bringing that up is like, we're not really, the case here is not really trying to make a point of like what side you're going to be on when you die. It's just more like, this is a fact. Yeah. This is like when you die, there's two sides to it. Mm-hmm. This is before the next kingdom or right. the next age or I mean, maybe these places will be here in the next age. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Well, yeah. Cause Hades is cast into the lake of fire after the kingdom age this is in revelation 20. And I think the reason we wanted to talk about this is just because, well, so if we keep this train of thought, right? In Hebrew, it's Sheol. Greek, it's Hades. In English, if you are a an Englishman in the, you know, 1300s and beyond, how do you translate Hades? Well, you'd say hell. Because at that time, hell, at least in terms of the English development of the language and, and the kind of mythology that was in, you know, those pagan religions prior um hell was the english equivalent of hades and Sheol. it's a neutral um resting place or holding place for the dead now in our in the evolution of the english language hell has begun to merge with the lake of fire and when we think hell we think fire and we think torment but really that whenever you translate what the Greek word Hades is into hell, um, which is what the King James version does and some others. Now, most, when I say you can't, when you search, like at the very beginning, when you search hell, you don't really find it. It's because most nowadays stick to Hades. Mm -hmm. They translate it as Hades. They just transliterate. I mean, it's just Hades. Um, It, um, yeah, hell is just Hades. It is, it is the place where everyone goes i mean that's kind of a crazy point when you think about it and that's why this is important like we all go to hell when we die Mm -hmm. in the most technical sense of what hell means in the morally neutral resting place go to the grave believer and non-believer go to hell (laughs) when you die right awaiting christ's return for the next age um so if you can walk away with anything after this podcast it's you're going to hell when you die (laughs) either way i mean is that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, how right. comfortable you feel <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so uh next time yeah. if anyone ever you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you probably yeah. this should not this is not gospel for like yeah but it's just it's just a misunderstanding that it's i think it's useful to address 
things are not as simple as we Mm -hmm. as pop culture has taught us to believe we need to get back to what does the bible say about these subjects and ultimately even the new jerusalem and and the lake of fire there's complexities around all of that too there's there's other classes there's this thing called the nations in revelation that's like we definitely don't have time to talk about that now but um i think we are simplistic and we like you know we think everything's like this is just how it is. That's how everybody's always thought it is. So it must be that way. And when I read my Bible, I'm going to bring my concepts that Hollywood has taught me and, and, and just read it into the text. Yeah. But we need to learn to shed all these glasses, these veils really, right. and see what does the Bible actually say? Yeah. Yeah. Cause there are, there are two ways. Well, there's probably more than that, but it's simple to simplify. It's like yeah. there's two ways to approach the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's on the one hand, and on the most important hand, it gives us life. Yes. Whereas that you know, we just absorb the Bible with our spirit and we pray it back to the Lord. Yeah. And we get nutrients from it. Right. But then there's this other side, which is almost all mental. It's like mm-hmm. we're we're trying to understand and and when you get into that realm of reading the Bible it's a very complex place because mm-hmm. you're like, we already talked about there's languages being merged. There's cultures that we don't understand. Yeah. There's religion that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. And so you, you do have to dive in and, and it's important to understand that because yeah. if you don't have the proper understanding, you're not going to get the proper experience out of it. You're not going to understand. Right, you're yeah. you're going to like, like you were just saying, you're going to get um, misconstrued and have a, have a, I don't know, just get all wrapped up in, the yeah, wrong ideas for sure and miss the big picture yeah exactly yeah those two ways of studying they they're fully related the richer your mental understanding is the richer your spiritual absorption of the text is going to be so for sure we need to be right mentally we need to be right in our spirit in order to understand it so i mean this is, i feel like this is good enough i mean we're that's all kind of we've got for hell i think the bible doesn't say anything about hell it, we're just talking about what it Basically, how it doesn't say right. the Bible says nothing about hell, but um, except that you're going there, except you're you're going there, listener. Whether you're no, we want to bring the Lord back, we do. How about we just don't go anywhere? Yeah, that's right. We can actually not go there. I, I would like to not. We can hasten the Lord's return. It's, what is it? Second Peter three twelve, something around there. It's Op. <laughs> Op. Okay. Well, you want to end here? Yep. Hey, I'm glad we're. We're back at it. Mm-hmm, for sure. All right. Cool. That was a high five. <laughs> okay. Um, I got a little bit of something else I wanted to say oh. to our listeners. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. You can end it. <laughs> All right. Till next time.